It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your hosts, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. The real GM website came out with an article saying that the that rival ex- execs expect the Wizards to engage in a full rebuild under Michael Winger. Let's talk about it. You are locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for being locked on with your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA. And when you enter promo code locked on NBA, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. All right. So we got some big news today, man. Um, this article, the article came up from The Athletic and then the Real GM website tweeted this out as well um, about Michael Winger. Uh, the Athletic, they had an interview with Michael Winger. So they spoke to him, Michael Winger, if you did not know. He is going to have a press conference on NBC Sports Washington. I want to say around 1230 or 1.30, so definitely tune into that tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, we will be reacting to that. We're gonna, we, may, we might go live after that interview just to interact with you guys. I know you guys are going to be excited for that for sure, so we'll let you guys know on Twitter um, the day of if we can go live for about 30 minutes to an hour. Um, so I just want to read this article. Um, it says that rival execs, believe that the Wizards are going to a rebuild either this year or next season. So, <clears throat> excuse me, the quote starts out, it says, quote, we spent hours, this is from Michael Winger, this is what he said, uh, this is what he answered from a question uh, from the athletic. He said, quote, we spent hours and hours and hours together on the phone and on Zoom and in person talking uh, with Ted Beyonce. He says, quote, I was really moved by Ted's vision for the team, and I thought to myself, 
He is all about the right things, and he's proven he's all about the right things because he's done it with the Capitals. There's a real potential here to be great. There's a real potential here to help these players grow. There's a real potential here to give the fans an enjoyable team, end quote. Then he also goes on to say, the raw, unfiltered truth is I haven't yet, yet crafted the immediate vision for the franchise. Um, he also goes on to say, uh, then the question is, well, are you going to trade Brad? Or are you going to keep Brad? I don't know. I would like to meet with Bradley Bill. I haven't yet met, met with Bradley Bill, which is interesting to me because, you know, he was hired about two weeks ago. He still hasn't met with Bradley Bill. Um, what are you going to do with Chris Asperzingas? What are you going to do with Kuz? I don't know. They have choices. They have the power of choice, as does Brad. So what I really want to do is want to get to know these guys. If the visions align for competitive and doing things the right way with a little bit of patience, absolutely, absolutely, there's a path forward with them, end quote. Um, so what is what are your thoughts about him uh, not meeting with Brad yet? That, that could not mean anything, um, but it is intriguing to me. And then um, also, what are your thoughts on what he said about KP and Brad as well? Uh, you know, like you said, it could be nothing, but, you know, realistically, when you come into, you know, this type of job, man, you want to talk to the franchise player. So, you know, they, the fact that they haven't talked yet, you know, it may not be anything, um, especially with it being off season, maybe it's just, you know, scheduling an issue. There could be something small, but then again, you know, simple phone call, man. <laughs> I mean, you want to break bread with your franchise guys. So, you know, you definitely want to see them meet, but, you know, based off his comments, man, is he's, it's kind of telling me a couple of things. Number one, he's going to be transparent with these guys. Look, you know, he's going to sit them down and say, look, you know, we're not going to be winning here for the next couple of years. So the best chance for you to win is go elsewhere. So he's kind of putting Bill on notice a little bit. Like, look, man, you know, you know, if you want to win, it's not going to be here for a while because, you know, all arrows are pointing towards a rebuild and trying to get value out of anybody you can. So, you know, I do think that he's going to be transparent because, you know, I think, you know, He's a professional guy. He knows that he's got to be transparent with guys, you know, especially if you down the line want DC to be a destination to build, you know, build DC into be a free agent destination. You got to be one of these uh, front offices where they're transparent with guys because players, they respect that, you know, you know, the, you know, bad front offices, you know, are not going to attract players. So, you know, being transparent, you know, being personable, talking to these guys and say, look, we're not going to be able to win here because we are going to rebuild. Because look, like I said, all arrows are pointing towards a rebuild, and, and that's where we need to go. And I think, and going, you know, getting back to Ted Leonsis, hey, mad respect. I mean, look, look, Ted has done all the right things this all season from an owner standpoint. You know, he's listening to his fan base. You know, he's listening to, you know, the the pulse of the city as far as Wizards fans. That, you know, look, this this core of Bradley Bill, Christopher Zingas, and Kyle Kuzma can only go so far, and you know. <laughs> Using what ninety percent of your cap for three guys just what's the point? Because if you're not if, if those three guys aren't going to lead you to a playoff or contention, then what's the point? Why would you spend that money? And I think he's trying to figure that out. Is that fan base wants to rebuild? You know, look, Bradley Bill. Let's call it like this. Let's be totally honest here, man. You know, after John Wall was traded and they tried to make Bradley Bill the guy, look, most of us already thought he's not the guy. He's not a tier one guy that you can build a franchise around. His skill set just is not a, you know, you know your top tier guys are guys who can influence a game. You know, Stephen Curry influences games. He wins games. You know, LeBron James, he has impact on the game. You know, nothing is Brad, man. It's just, you know, the sad thing is his impact in the game, especially in, in crunch time, was bouncing the ball off his foot. He's just not that guy. And it's nothing against him. You know, nothing he's done for the city. 
not him as a person, not him as a player. He's just not a number one. He's a number two, number three guy. So we've got to we got to stop it. You know, we we we've tried year after year to make him the guy. It's failed. We've tried to surround him with talent. It's been hard. We have failed. And it's time to start with a clean slate. You know, get what you can out of these vets. You know, look at your young guys and you know look at which ones really fit for the future. And if they if you need to move them, and you know, looking at Denny, if you need to move them, move them. But it's, it's time for a rebuild, man. It, it's desperately needed in DC. And this front office, man, I'm very optimistic they can get it done because the amount of talent we have in this front office is is man, that's beautiful. I mean, I, I have all the faith in the world in this front office. Now, you know, there's obviously the haters out there, you know, pointing out that <laughs> oh, they haven't won championships, or you know, but you know, you know, look, I'm the first person to say the championships is a measuring stick to a certain point. But if you look at what they have been able to do in Oklahoma City, especially after losing Durant, losing Westbrook, having Paul for a year, they have a look at the picks. I mean, that alone is impressive, and that, and the fact that they have developed young talent, you know. I know they didn't draft SGA, but SGA, I mean, people forget a lot of his offensive progression is due to the staff, you know, him evolving as a player. He was not this guy in L.A. You know, he he developed into this guy in, in Oklahoma City. So I have all the faith in the world in his front office. I really do. I think they're going to be able to evaluate, really hit on draft picks, really get most value out of second round picks. But getting back to potential rebuild and transparency, you know, he's got to have a sit down with Brad and he's got to be transparent and say, look, man. You know, we're not going to be able to win here. And if you're looking to win elsewhere, you know, you got to talk to me. Let's talk, you know, because you're going to have to wave that no trade clause. And we're going to have to start making things happen because if, if indeed we are rebuilding, we got to start now. We got to start getting guys, you know, you know what I mean? So we got to get the ball in motion. So I, I like what he's saying. He's saying all the right things. And Telion says, again, he is doing all the right things for this fan base and for this franchise. Yeah, 100%. So I, I forgot to say this other quote, too. He said, Michael Winger also goes on to say, I don't think we're going to be an overnight title contender that I'm pretty confident that I'm pretty confident about. And so if they would rather pursue immediate winning, then they probably do have to pursue that somewhere else. That's a huge quote right there. Um, basically, like you said, I mean, he, he's going to have to sit down with Brad, Kuz, and KP and say, if they immediately want to win, you're probably going to have to do that somewhere else. Um, but I th- and then he goes on to say, but I think that's a very open dialogue, a very open invitation to talk about the future of the team, the near t- term future and long term future and see where goals align and see where they don't align. So we're going to get to that, but we're going to get a quick uh, word in from eBay Motors. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only, exclusions up. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
All right. We just want to thank you guys for making Locked Up Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for everydayers, make sure you guys check us out tomorrow. We'll be reacting to Michael Winger's opening Wizards press conference. All right. So back to the tweets, which you basically uh, talked about uh, before I even got to read them. You know, um, he said that uh, if you if you and if they would rather pursue immediate winning, winning, then they probably have to do they probably do have to pursue that somewhere else. Now, typically, if a, I feel like if a new GM comes in. Let's say if he was hired by, let's say just hypothetically speaking, he was already with the Clippers. But let's say if, if he was a new GM with the Clippers and he had Kawhi, Paul George, I don't think he says that about those two. I think he says we're trying to win. If he goes to the Lakers with LeBron, I don't think he says that about that. I think he says we're still trying to win. If he goes to uh, to the Bucks with Giannis, he's coming in and saying we're trying to win now. Um, if he comes to even the Suns, we're trying to win now. Uh, the Heat, we're trying to win now. Pat Riley, if he hired him, I don't think he would let him say something like that. Um, who else? The Nuggets, I don't see him saying that with Jokic. So it just tells you his vision on this team, what he thinks about this team. Uh, he knows that they immediately are not going to win. So he's already telling them, or he's when he does have their meetings with them, if they immediately want to win, you can you can you can let me know, and we'll try to make a trade for you. We'll try to accommodate you, Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, Porzingis, whoever. We'll try to accommodate you. So that that's definitely that's that's a huge quote there coming from Michael Winger that he believes that it's it's gonna take time. But you know, I just feel like if a GM really believed in this team, honestly, they would come in here and, and get the ball rolling and be like, Hey, I believe in this group right now, I believe in this this personnel, I believe in Brad and the solid three that we can win right now. But even he's coming in and saying right now that it's gonna take time with the solid three. So he's being uh, brutally honest. Him not meeting with Brad yet, I don't think it's a terrible thing. But I do think it's interesting. I just feel like if you're the GM and you got hired here, I think the first, you know, you talked to Ted for hours and hours. Of course, that's his boss. But I do feel like you should have a conversation with the face of the franchise, the guy that has a no trade clause, the guy who is on almost every billboard or who's the number one guy whose his face is just featured everywhere in Bradley Bill. And that, that's just that's just my opinion on it, you know, because he holds the keys to the car to everything. Whatever move they make, they have to make every signing around his contract that was given around the no trade clause that was given. Every move has to be based on Bradley Bill. He's not going anywhere. Kuz and KP are the guys that may be going anywhere. But uh, Brad is the guy who, of course, with the previous regime, had every say and everything. And it kind of still does now with the no trade clause. So a lot of things in this interview were certainly revealing. All the hires that were made, all the guys were involved in rebuilds. Travis Schlenk, the Hawks had to rebuild around Trey Young. Michael Winger had to come in with a, with a new staff and, and uh, trade Blake Griffin. Um you know, Will Dawkins has been a part of a bunch of uh, rebuilds and retools in OKC, multiple draft picks, trading Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant leaving, um, trading James Harden. So he's just been a part of almost every type of team or team building you can you can throw out there. So, um, yeah, definitely, man. I, I think a rebuild is certainly coming. Rival execs, uh, executives believe it. They believe that, uh, uh, that the Wizards are, are going to engage in a full rebuild under Michael Winger. So uh, I just thought he was very honest in this interview. So. I'm intrigued to see what, what the next moves are because last week there was a there was a report saying that they were going to be aggressive at free agency, and they could be this year. But honestly, after this interview, it, it, I think the rebuild might be coming a little bit faster than what we thought. But you know what? The interview tells me one thing, that he gave us something we've been wanting for a long time, which is honesty. Don't <laughs> – you know what I mean? Don't don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining, man. I mean, you know, and, and that's what has been happening these last couple of years with Tommy Shepard and going into Ernie Grunfeld's that, you know, he is brutally honest and he needs to be brutally honest, you know, because we he has to be honest with his team. 
because we have the last two to three years, man, we've been trying to accomplish this pipe dream of making Bradley Bill a number one option and thinking that we're just going to, you know, rebuild around Bradley Bill and his crazy contract and build a winner. We just can't. We, it's, we said that, look, e, as soon as he signed that extension, what did we both say? <laughs> look, it's going to be impossible to surround him with talent. I mean, it's, it's impossible. And if you go back into your iconic franchise players, a lot of them took pay cuts. Now, I get it that Bradley Bell, he has signed his fair share of extensions here in D.C., and I guess now he felt that it was time for him to get that bag. And I get it, man. You know, look, generational wealth, personal wealth, I get all that. But look, we have to be honest, and he is being very honest, and that's why I, I love what I hear from him because you got to be honest. Bradley Bill is not a top-tier player in this league, okay? He's just not. He's not a guy you can build around. He's not a guy It's going to be impossible to surround him with talent because even if you bring back Kyle Kuzma and Chris Abazingas, how are you going to get a point guard without going through the draft? Uh, even if we get a point guard through the draft, we still have needs, man. And we're going to end up being like the Lakers where they got the, their big players and then you trying to sign everybody else to a veteran minimum. And it's just you can't do that in D.C. because the reason that the Lakers get away with that is because it's the Lakers and it's L.A. Look, people are going to take the, the league minimum to come to D.C., man. And, and it's not that the D.C. is not the destination as far as where it raise a family. It's just you're talking from a, a franchise. You know, people aren't going to come to the Wizards to put on on a vet minimum. They're not. You got to build for the draft. So no, he is saying the right things, which is, look, you know, this is the situation. This core is not going to take us, but so far, and we cannot build around it. The track record is we've been in the playoff one time under the Bradley Bill era, and it was a gentleman sweep. And we needed Russell Westbrook to do that because without Russ, we don't make the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's it's right. just. We have to be real with the situation in D.C. And I think that Ted Leon says he sees the writing on the wall. He brought in a front office that knows how to build franchises. But we've got to stop with this narrative, man, that, oh, you know, we're going to just build around. And look, it's only like, what, 50 fans that believe that Bradley Bill is, is, is good enough to build around? Most people are like, no, it's just because we know better. He is a good number two to number three on a contending team. But he's not a guy you build around. And so, yeah, the writing's on the wall. We definitely need a, we need a rebuild. And he's getting out the way and saying, look, if you guys want to win, it's best to go somewhere else because we are trying to do this right. You know, you cannot continue to build on a mediocre roster. You have to clean slate. And like I said, if, if any, if there was ever a draft to rebuild around, you can come out of this draft with, with players that can help you down the line. You know, so it's it's a it's a breath of fresh air, man, because it, it I love having an exec who's gonna be real. You know, it's gonna tell the fan base, gonna tell the players, look, this is what we're doing, instead of you know, Tommy Shepard, oh, you know, we, we you know, we 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 sucked again because of injuries. You said injuries <laughs> like what three, four years? <laughs> I mean, everybody's got injuries. You know, I love transparency, I really do. And I think this is what the fran- the fan base needs and what this fran- uh, franchise needs, man. Right. And then another quote. The, so the same quote, I, I'm just thinking about it, too. So he says, Michael Winger goes on to say, and so if they would rather pursue immediate winning, then they probably do have to pursue that somewhere else. So, I mean, if you're in Bradley Bill's shoes and you hear that, you know, I mean, how is he supposed to feel? I mean, he's 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 trying to apparently I feel like he's trying to win now, kind of like with Dame Lillard. If, if you come in as the new GM, you tell Dame Lillard that Dame Lillard just said they don't even want to he doesn't want to draft a 19 year old as good as as good as Scoot Henderson is. Damian Lillard is telling their team, their front office, not to draft that guy because he wants to win now. So to come up there and, and Bradley Bill to hear that, that if they would rather pursue immediate winning, then they have to do that. They have to pursue that somewhere else. Then I feel like that that may 
put fuel to the fire for Brad to be like, hey, man, I'm trying to win now. So I'm hearing that from the new GM, from the new front office, then, yeah, it's time for me to go somewhere else if I really want to be serious about winning basketball. If that's the way my front office is thinking that they're in the rebuild mode, then I feel like Bradley Bill, you know, it, it, you know, he's going to have to make a decision. Yeah, I mean, I think that he said that for a reason because he's trying. He's talking to somebody, you know. He's if not more than one person, he's letting people know that look, this is where we're at. He's getting that out the way, and this is what I like because he's getting out the way. Let's not play around at all season. Look, if we intend on rebuilding, let everybody know that he needs to know. Look, Brad wants to win, and Brad, look, he's not a stupid guy, man. He knows that it's going to be possible to win here with that contract. It's, it's, it's impossible because how are you going to be able to surround him with talent? And even in, 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 the, in the talent that you're trying to surround him with, it ain't working. It's not working, man. It's just not working. The start over. But, I mean, Brad, appreciate you for your service, but time's up, man. <laughs> it's it. It's time's up. I mean, I, I think it's time. right now he has to be transparent and, and look at his options. Because there's teams out there that think, you know, look, he has value. And there's teams that are looking at Bradley Bill. So it's not like he doesn't have value. But find the best package. Be transparent with him. I think that, that that's the best course of action of how to deal with Bradley Bill is be real with him. You know, don't do not do stuff behind the scenes. Because, look, people forget that John Wall asking for that trade, a lot of that had to do with he felt a lot of things were being done behind his back. Mm-hmm. Be transparent with these guys. Be honest. Look, this is what we're doing. You know, if you, if you want to sit around for a rebuild, cool. If not, if you want to win somewhere else, kick rocks, and we'll find the best package for you. So transparency, I love what I hear. And, I, I again, Ted Leonsis has done all the right things this offseason. Michael Winger has come in, and he's solidifying himself as the dude because he's transparent and he's letting people know it's time to rebuild. <laughs> so I love everything that I hear, man. I love what they're doing. And he said what he needed to say. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll get a quick word from Brandon. I guess we'll do a finals prediction. We'll wrap it up for today. Yes, sir. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. I'm trying to tell you. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixes this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement bird dogs use an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you dry and cool all day long and i'm being real with you you can you can exercise in them you can take leisurely walks they're very very multi-use showing um go to birddogs.com slash locked on nba and enter promo code locked on nba for a free yeti style tumbler with your order i'm trying to tell you both me and e got one and they are dope they keep your beverage hot or cold whatever you're trying to do that's birddogs.com slash locked on nba for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off i promise the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We are going to cover and react to the press conference from our new president of basketball operations, Michael Winger. So definitely tune in tomorrow because it's going to get hype. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So 
Um, what are your thoughts about the finals and uh, who you got winning tonight? <laughs> man, this Miami's trying to hold on, man, but Denver's got too many weapons, man. I mean, Jokic is just unreal. Um, Jamal Murray is putting the NBA on notice because people sleep on Jamal Murray. He's a, he is that guard, man. He he, I'm telling you, look out for Jamal Murray within the next couple of years, man, because he could be in the MVP conversation. This is my opinion, but I think his his skill set is that good. And you know the the fact that you're seeing guys like Michael Porter Jr. stepping up, and, you know KCP. I I don't know if Miami's got enough weapons to deal with him, man. You know, even though you know playoff Jimmy, you just can't count him out. But if you just watch the way Jokic plays with Bam out of Bayou. Jokic is just in a whole other planet, man. So I'm I'm rolling with Denver. I think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. I think this, is, I think they're going to wrap it up at five. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Oh, another thing just popped up in my brain about, about Brad too, because if he hears that, what Michael Winger is saying is going to take time, and if you want to win immediately, you have to you probably have to do that somewhere else. I just remember Bradley Bill's press conference at the end of the year when he had his hood on, and you know he just sounded frustrated. You know that whole time. So that kind of tells me that, that he's getting impatient with the situation too. Even though he got his money. He got everything he wanted, the no trade clause. I even feel the frustration from him that he he's getting frustrated with the situation. And I think um, you know another thirty five and forty seven season, or if they're not able to build a, a, t- a team around Michael Winger's not able to do that. Then yeah, I, I just think I'll just say this: I think this year, if they are still trying to win, this is it. This is the last season. I think that's what everybody can agree on. Yeah, but two things real quick, man. Number one, if it hasn't panned out, why why try it again? Mm-hmm, I mean, right. if you only go so far. I mean, it's 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 mind raking how people. Oh, you know, it's gonna be different this year. No, it's not. I mean, how many times are you gonna try? And two, I don't want to hear anything about him being frustrated. You knew as soon as you signed that deck on contract, it was gonna be impossible to build around you. You knew that. He knew that. I mean, this whole thing where he's surprised. It's like, come on, man. You you curtailed us. You handcuffed us with that contract. You oh you you got your on your feelings now. Come on, man. You 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 knew better than that. You know the fact of the matter is, you knew as soon as you signed the dotted line, that contract was going to be mostly impossible to build around because it's a huge contract. And then you you add the fact that he put a no trade clause. E, he's the only player in the NBA with a no trade clause. So why are you in your feelings? Fifteen percent trade kicker. You and your feelings? Are you frustrated? Come on, man, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. I don't buy all that. You're frustrated. I'm, we, yeah, we frustrated. We got to watch y'all every year. You know, barely scratch to get into the play-in tournament. Yeah, we're frustrated. We're frustrated at the fact that your contract takes up forty percent of the cap. Yeah, if anybody should be frustrated, it should be the fan base. You know, you frustrated. You knew exactly what you were doing. And I'm just going to end with that, man. You right. know, I love some Brad, man, but come on, man. You frustrated. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I just remember that presser and just the way he was talking, the way he sounded, you know, he, you know, just the way he was talking to the media, the tone of his voice, kind of like he just didn't want to be there. And he voices frustrations to Ted. And when Tommy was there at the time. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I just don't feel like that's a guy that wants to hear that it's going to take time and that um, if you want to win immediately, you have to go somewhere else to do it. I, that's just me personally. Like I said, if you say that to Giannis, if you say that to Dame Lillard, then they're going to be like, hey, uh, it's time for me to move on. But we'll wrap it up there. I don't want to read too much into the quotes, but we'll see. Um, I got the nug- I still have the Nuggets winning the series, but the Heat, they stole one, man. So it's interesting. But uh, we just want to thank you guys for listening. We're going to talk to you guys tomorrow. Most likely we will go live. We'll, we'll try to do that for you guys around 1.30 or 2. Just want to thank you guys for listening. Hail to the Wizards. Peace.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.